Okay, hello, welcome. This is Food Addict. This is Anthony Quinn. This is my new podcast. Yes. Yes, and this one's loose. I can do whatever I want on this one because it's about me. I'm a food addict. It's not a self-help podcast. But you know what? I happen to have some friends that, you know, can identify with me on some level, even if they're out of their mind, like this very lovely lady. <laughs> how, do you like that, how do you like that intro, Rebecca? <laughs> no, but, yeah, it's not. I, I am out of my mind. Right? <laughs> I, uh, so you were saying this one you can do whatever you want can you do whatever you want on any of your podcasts are, aren't you aren't you aren't you the boss stop breaking down the walls rebecca sorry i'm trying to create an atmosphere here man i i didn't realize no you just <laughs> no you just didn't care i'm very clueless yeah 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 you teach your people you're clueless all right okay Anyway, <laughs> this is Rebecca Caddis, friend of mine, comedian, um, and you know we've we've talked several times about food. Um, you know, food addiction. Being a food addict is in my act. I talk about it. So you know, we get off stage, we bullshit sometimes, and um, me and Rebecca never really, you know, are at a loss to talk. You know, <laughs> to, to discuss food addiction. I mean, we we've kind of both had our problems with food. So so let me let me ask you, Rebecca. How first of all, how are you doing? I am. Uh, I am doing well. Wow. I am. Uh, I am. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, oh. I am home. I am. Uh, you know. I had. I had surgery not too long ago. Oh yes. Yes. So yes. I'm, How are you doing? I'm recovering. I'm. I'm on the. I am on the mend. I am. Uh, I am about eighty, ninety percent recovered. Wow. I was uh, just gonna say. Has there ever been a time in history where well meant more? <laughs> where I well mean, meant. Yeah, like I mean, if you say you're doing well now, that means you're fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I was as opposed as opposed to you know, like having to use the the lift chair to get out, to stand up. I am doing very well. No, you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, it's just a crazy time, man. But I'm glad you're you know oh, I'm glad right. you're recovering, and ninety percent sounds great to me. Yeah. So good, good. Now you can yes. you can get back to form and and. Start making fun of Anthony Quinn again. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm comedy ready. You really don't have to be in that great of a shape to uh, to go do comedy. Like I was, I was, uh, I'm up like three and a half weeks out. At, at about four days, I was ready to get back up on stage. Okay. Have you done any of the Zoom mics? Um, no. Er, early on, I did a couple of uh, a couple of Zoom show. Uh, I, no, I did uh, a, one Zoom show, one a John Wendell show. I yeah, did. yeah, he did it cool. I like the way he did it though. A lot of people, yeah. there's all different ways. I like the way he did it where it was the honor system where you film it and then submit it within, you know, within as quick as you can. Oh, um, well, that was, that was the open mic. That was the, it was a Facebook live show that I did. I haven't done oh, oh, um, okay. any of the, I haven't done any Zoom open mics. I've just been, because it was like I, I worked and then I, uh, you know, I was, I was working and then I had like some health shit yeah. happening and then, uh, and then that was, uh, you know, and then yeah. it, it was over. Now, yeah, then, to me, like now. I've been on Zoom shows and Zoom mics. I mean, to me, like a good Zoom show is like a is like a good open a good Zoom mic. You know, like a bad Zoom show, a bad Zoom mic. I don't know. It's just it's Zoom shows or Zoom shows to me. Anyway, so um, but it's 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 great that we're getting back to real comedy. I actually have a booked mic that I'm doing in New York City this Thursday, every Thursday at nine o'clock. 
Wow. You travel into the city every Thursday? Yes, starting last week. And now every is week, it, we, it, a, we actually have indoors? we actually have an outdoor space now that will be available this week. Oh, okay. So you were doing it indoors illegally? We, no, and, no. We did it by oh. we did it by the the guidelines. Only ten people. Oh, okay. Yes. No. Oh, this guy's so very like, strict. Like, very strict. Like a, they had like they had party. condoms. They had condoms for the microphone. Yes, Rebecca. Yes. Uh-huh. Our microphones were very promiscuous there, so we had to <laughs> we had to make yeah, sure. We, I, do, I do worry about the microphones, but you know what I got in uh, from Amazon? It just came yesterday. I'm so excited. Face shields. I got a box of face shields, <laughs> and uh, so I will be wearing them next open oh mic. You God. see me? Is, that, is it that <laughs> bad that people are that excited about face shields? It's crazy. I thought you were gonna say. Yes, it is. I thought you were gonna say a new, I thought you were gonna say a new book or like you know. <laughs> no, I, I, I knew what. A new book, or uh, I'm trying to think of something that you'd be excited about. Face shields, definitely. I thought well, maybe you were going to say like a, a Hickory Farms order or something. Oh, a Hickory Farms. Does that still exist? I would be more excited about a Hickory Farms order. Are you kidding okay. me? Jeez. All right, so, so this this podcast is loosely, I mean, it, it's I'm a food addict, um, and most of the problems in my life surround, you know, that I have. Did you did you invite me on this, this uh, podcast because I'm fat? No, that's <laughs> see, and that's it. No, because I I asked you which one you wanted to do, and then you listen to this. No, I, I told, I'm just I'm just kidding. That was a joke. No, honestly, Rebecca, though, I feel, you know, I don't want people to think like you know I I I've asked some other people that are heavy, you know, to be on that have a bigger stature. I'm not even saying heavy, uh, because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I mean, the chances if you're a friend of mine and you're you have a big stature, not that you do. <laughs> But I'm saying, like, I, you're only the second woman I've had on this podcast. Okay, Rebecca? Okay, do you, do you feel pressure right now? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, but I'm saying is I don't, my thing is to just try to get people on and try to see if they identify with some of my struggles. You know, I'm not right. like, come on, Rebecca, tell us about the puking, you know. <laughs> this isn't fucking Dateline, you know. <laughs> stop, stop eating and pick up the phone. Yes. Rebecca, Put down you your need fork, pick up the phone. Stop this comedy stuff, Rebecca. You need help. Stop the insanity. So, so okay. So, what we talk about? I talk about my life. I talk about my addiction. How it makes my life unmanageable. You know, um, like I even last night, right? I know I'm not supposed to eat any heavy starches. You know, we had some drama here. I had an argument with my girl. I'm not necessarily going to go into it. <laughs> But she took the baby and the cat and skedaddled out of here. <laughs> was she afraid you were going to eat them? I don't know. And the cat people. Yes, and the cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, but I like, right away when she left, I was like, now I'm getting something terrible to eat, you know? And it's like, why? Because you're, you're an emotional eater. Exactly, because I'm a food addict. Because it's, it's a behavior. And you're, you're also you're also gonna show her. You're gonna spite her. Well, I'm gonna show the world, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show. I get it. I'll show them. But the real the the real is the you know the realism is, dude. I'm the one that has to deal with it. I'm the one right. that woke up sick today and had to tell you give me 20 minutes because I had a stomachache because of what I ate last night. You know. Yikes. Now, now not a, as bad of a stomachache as I I would have had. I've actually been eating better. 
You know, I went shopping yesterday. That's what I'm saying. I had food. There was all kinds of food here I could have eaten last night. You know, but I went right down the road and my car has bad brakes. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You should have just watched. I could, I literally could, it was so hot though, it was very hot. And my car doesn't have AC either. My car doesn't have AC either. I get to the place and I forgot my mask. It's right down the road. (laughs) So, I don't know, you know, I I just, you know, I I tied like a shirt around my head and went in there. (laughs) Oh, that's that's addiction. And picked my food up because I was like, I'm not driving back to the house. (laughs) So I don't think I'll be going to that pizza place again. Sure but, you will. But that's good. No, actually, it's not that great of a place. I did it because it was close, and my car ha- my car has bad brakes. <laughs> Jeez. Ah. And you're and you're getting and you're getting takeout. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Shit, who am I to judge? I would do the same thing. Yes, yes. I'm gonna go rub up against the mechanic today and see if he'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to put in some time if you know what I mean. But uh-huh. um, so. Right, so basically, so what we're talking about is unmanageability, like you know, powerlessness and unmanageability. I was powerless last night to make the right decision. I mean, we talk about degrees of powerlessness. I mean, I could have gotten a, I could have got, I could have done a lot worse. You know, like I ordered something that wasn't as bad as what I what I've been doing, but it's still, you know, I mean, it's what hard, is, man. What it's did hard. you so, get? Oh, what did I get? <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and the thing was, this place has all kids that don't know how to fucking do anything. I went there. They didn't have, even have my order right. They made my sandwich wrong. I got a cheese. I got a California cheesesteak. You ever have a California cheesesteak? No, just a Philly cheesesteak. What's California cheesesteak? California cheesesteak is when you get a cheesesteak with lettuce, tomato, onion, and I get mayonnaise and oil and vinegar. Yeah, baby. Oh, so, Boo! so it's like you put a, um, a salad on top of it. Yeah, so, so I had a cheesesteak with a salad. California cheesesteak. But and then there was the the steak and the cheese. So what what okay, so you say it could have been and, could have done worse. And, and I and I got a slice of pizza too. And uh, and uh, a side order deep fried buttered salt cubes. No, there like was, how how much how much worse could you have done? There was there was there was uh there no no, I, I could have got a whole pizza. I was gonna get a whole pizza. Have you ever eaten a whole pizza all at once? Oh yes, absolutely. Like like in in one sitting? Uh, I yes, yes, ma'am. Wow. Uh, oh no, one sitting like sit down and eat the whole thing till it's yes, done. that's no. what I'm saying. No, because no. I could eat a whole I could eat a whole pizza in a day. Like that's no, I'm talking about like like eat and then like in an hour or two eat the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I've I, done. I could, that I've done. I could. I could do no. I was talking about like sitting down in front of the TV and just eating the pizza until it's gone. Well, this is this is this is what happens: is people eat and they stretch their stomach out. You know, once you start to know, like I mean, like that's the thing. I've 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 um, I've been on many diets, many food plans. I'm in Overeaters Anonymous. So what I'm starting to learn now too is to just and I know I'm I'm in my forties. <laughs> But I'm learning now, Rebecca. I'm learning now. Is I don't have to stuff myself. I don't have to finish the pizza. So what you I want- knew, you knew that years ago, as did I, that you don't have to stuff yourself. You don't have to finish the pizza. It's just what we like to do. But see, like when you start talking about, I knew, I knew, like, did you? You know. So that's what we're talking about. It's behavior. So, um, this is what I was going to ask you. Um, when was the first time in your life? That you noticed yourself 
eating inappropriately? Eating inappropriately? Um, hmm, it really kind of depends on what, what you mean. It, well, um, listen, it's just a, a laid-back question. You know, like I said, this isn't um, date You line. know what, it's pro- probably, probably in, um, in my childhood, in my, like, maybe at 10, 12 years old, and I'll tell you why. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you why. It's, uh, I'll tell you, like, what I remember. <laughs> is, um, yeah, cause, like, you I can tell us why, too. Why. That's, like, honestly, you know, I'm, we're like, here. I don't know the reason why. Um, I just remember, like, I didn't have a lot of structure. You know, you, we, it was like some people, you know, that they're... <laughs> You know, when they're children, they, you know, it's like their their parents feed them, and then they can, you know, they can't mill about the kitchen freely. It's like they go into the cabinet, and they're like, you know, parents are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But um, it wasn't like that. Like I could go basically get whatever I wanted between meals. And one of my family members had made a comment that I was getting chubby, and I had never heard that before. And you know, and probably, you know, at like 10, 12 years old, you're getting, like, you're getting, you know, you're putting on a little fluff. Oh, that's when you're, you're beca- well, that, and that's when you're becoming like a cool person. You're not a kid anymore, right? Like, when you're 12, well, you're like, I'm, I'm cool, Rebecca Kays. <laughs> no, no, it's like when you're getting ready to go through puberty and you're putting yes. on like some extra, extra pounds. And, you know, it just, it happens to, it happens to a lot of people, but and I didn't have a problem with it. It was a non-issue to me. It was like non-judgmental about it. I don't even think I noticed. But as soon as somebody said that, then it was like spite. You know, then I it was like you know somebody you know somebody told me to step away from the fridge. And it's you know like what what the what the fuck is going on? And so it's it's like there's so many different things tied to it. You know, people eat for comfort. People eat. You know, what, for, for what, hunger because they're tired. But I uh, I became a little bit of a spiteful eater. Okay, well, I mean, and you know, and this is what I'm, the reason why I asked you that was because a lot of times, like, I look back to when I was a kid at the behaviors that I had. Now, when you're a kid, you're a kid, you're learning things, right? Like, you could have a behavior one, one week as a kid and just get over it the next week. You know, you're learning uh-huh. about stuff. So, but when my behaviors as a child as a as a kid lined up with my behaviors as an adult that's when we know you know like this there's something to it you know um and we were talking about you know there's i don't know if you know you pretty much know we're in a racial revolution right <laughs> is that still um, going I on had not, I, had, I had not heard <laughs> you want to tell me about it i think i think that's the, well, the it's kind of a long story <laughs> okay but i mean yes, okay. But, yes, of but, course. But what, you know, and I don't know who said that to you when you were a kid, and they were probably just kind of trying to joke, or, you know, I don't know. No, I don't even think, I think it was, I think it was well-meaning. I think yes, it was that's well-meaning. What I'm saying. But people just well, don't realize, like, when you're a kid, and that was the first time they said said it to you, it was just kind of like, you know, somebody just, just making conversation, like, you know, giving you a, you know. Right, I could hear, you know, like, you sure you want to do that? You're, you know, you're getting, you're, you know, you're putting on a little weight. And yeah, it was like, yeah, just in talking my, to you. In just... my opinion, in my opinion, I believe, because, you know, you see this t- happen to kids all the time. They, it's like they, they just, ch- like, I would have leveled off. I either would have leveled off or figured out that I didn't like the way my pants fit. But yeah. I probably would have just, I, I was a kid, I would have, I would have grown taller. Well, but so, so, yeah, so, but when you get older now, right, you, we deal with bigotry. Right. So it is bigotry. So people give you backhanded compliments and people say things to you. So like when you're a kid, that was happening, too. And you just didn't know or you didn't know you didn't know what it was. Um, 
I remember there was times in high school when I lost weight and I was thin and people still called me fat. People, I was actually like, I wasn't really fat anymore. And people still called me chubby because they know that it hurt my feelings. You know, I mean, not a lot. I wasn't like tortured or anything. But I'm saying like when I got into an argument with someone, it was right there for right. them. It was right there for them. They knew the it's whole like, time. It was almost like it was almost like um, like a self-deprecating joke that you had already written for them. Yeah, well, but, but yeah, but I'm saying like because people know, especially people who bust chops. I, you know, honestly, I'm not really like this because I'm very into myself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But some As people, some people who are very mean and want to hurt other people, they can tell when they say something to you that it affects you and they keep saying oh. it, you know, they keep mm-hmm. saying it. I, you know, generally, I really don't say stuff to hurt people. I just say stuff because I'm in pain, you know? Um, right. It's, yeah, so, so, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I know you do, darling. <laughs> That's why we're, uh, we're, we're. Comrade in arms here against food addiction. <laughs> so I mean, so so let me. So what was the? Was there a particular food? So what I talked about. Remember on the? You said you listened to the first episode, right? Yes. Fingers crossed. Okay. <laughs> so no, I, I, I totally did. I, I talked about the gummy bears. Remember, I talked about the gummy bears. Mm-hmm. How I bought there was gummy bears. that were twenty five cents a pack. Right, and everybody only bought one pack. They were fine with the gummy bears. The gummy bears weren't going anywhere. The store had the gummy bears every day. I could have gone there every single day and got gummy bears for twenty five cents. But when right. I had two dollars, and I walked past it every day, but when I had two dollars, I busted out eight of those jammies because I loved them. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So was there something like that that you can you can remember, like the first food that it was, or something like that 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 you were like, wow, this. I- this is kind of crazy. I don't. I don't know about the first one, but like, um, I you know, it, up up until fairly recently, it was hot fries were like a weakness. You know, you know the hot fries. Oh, oh, Andy Cap hot fries. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Oh yeah, and and Seven uh, Eleven Slurpees, dinner of champions. I used to. I used to. Eat that on the way to open mics. And the fucking Seven Eleven. That is one of the worst things. You could probably put that in your gas tank. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah. Um, uh, it made me funnier. Um, I got here. I just had enough Slurpee to get here. <laughs> no, I, I. But really, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm not going into my childhood. This is this is like in my forties. No. Like, um, yeah. Well. Uh, well. There. Yeah, that's. You know. Like uh, it was. I. I hadn't thought of a Slurpee, like a 7-Eleven Slurpee, in years. It just wasn't, I didn't really go to 7-Eleven a lot. It started with a sore throat. I had a sore throat, and I was on my way home from, I think, from a show. And I was like, you know what, let me just stop. This will be good. And I got a Slurpee. I was like, this this shit is so delicious. I forgot how good it was. <laughs> and for like, for like a year, I couldn't pass a 7-Eleven without stopping and getting you. a... Yeah, Red Sour Patch Slurpees were my, were and, my weakness. And, and you know what? Slurpees aren't even that big anymore. Slurpees were huge years ago. I don't think that many people even drink Slurpees anymore. I don't know. I'm surprised. I know. And then I'm surprised left. there's even around anymore. Um, you know what? They, people people do. If you go into 7-Eleven, people are uh, buying the Slurpees and, okay. and drinking them. All right. Good one. Good for them. Good for Seven Eleven and their Slurpees. So, yes, they're killing so us all. okay. So, so this is what we talk about too on this on this on this podcast is. So now, first of all, empty calories are fucking terrible. You're putting 
literal garbage right into your system when you drink a Slurpee. They're, it has no, the no nutritional value, none. So, and what it does is it actually it's like eat it's like drinking a computer chip, right? Because it hits. They design that shit to hit every sensor, and that's why when you were driving by Seven Eleven, do you think it's a coincidence that you wanted a Slurpee? No, they broke me. They they I mean. And this is where the, you know, I have another podcast that's a conspiracy podcast. Rebecca has done it several times and she is so good at it. <laughs> She's I, you know what? That, thank you. I also, I, I have many addictions. One of them is validation. So you go on, my friend. You go on. You are, I just want to say you're great again. <laughs> but, but one of the, what the conspiracy nuts say is that, is that a conspiracy? That they like manufacture this shit that's like a computer chip to hit every sensor and it comes out nice and soft for you, easy on your way home. Yeah. From manipulating children, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, well, you know what? I never really thought of it that way. I just thought of it because I'm a business teacher, so I think of it as it's just I, I was thought blame the marketing. Well, that's what, and that's what the, that's what it comes down to. I talk about this a and lot. That's in the, not a conspiracy. That's a, you know, that's not. It's not a. It's not even an open secret. It's just a method. But I talk about this on the conspiracy theory. Okay, so, so now, now, the power like. They know, is it really just for, you mean they couldn't make something that's better for you, just make, you know, for the same price? I don't know. Well, they probably could, but it's about, like, you nobody know, would I mean, drink it. Nobody, well, nobody, yeah, nobody, it's, it's money. I don't, bl- I don't blame them, I blame me. You know, and that's a great attitude to have, Rebecca. You know, but it's not, see, that's the thing, we don't blame anybody. Once you start... This is one of the problems I have with my personal life, too, is, you know, we get in arguments where it's like, but it's your fault, but it's my fault, but it's your fault, but it's nobody's fucking fault. It just is. It just is, man. And once you start blaming 7-Eleven and you start blaming the fucking government because you're drinking Slurpees, then that's when that's when you go closer to the Slurpee, right? Because when you're doing that, you're drinking a Slurpee, (laughs) Well, the good news is I don't do that anymore. But you, but, you know, but you know what I'm saying? The sickness is with the Slurpee. <laughs> Once you get away <laughs> from the Slurpee, then you feel better, and then you don't even want to hate 7-Eleven anymore, right? Uh, well, then, then you move on to the hot fries. Or, but uh, I'm saying know? is, yes, exactly. So, you know, you just have to, I think, you know, it depends on really what you want, Rebecca. Like you know, marshmallow peeps is another one. That's a that that's another well, food that I am. It's, you well, know, pe- like and, I, I and have to stay and, away from. And, you know, there's people listening to this podcast that are. Um, we have some people in England. We have people in actually in South Korea. Believe it or not, is that the good one? Yeah. Yes, yes, South Korea. <laughs> that's the good Korean. Is that, what, is that what you just said? Good, good They're all good. I love all the Koreans. Just some of them don't like me that much. <laughs> but um, but people like they don't really realize it. Around here, dude, the tri-state area, pizza, are you out of your mind? I mean, this pizza last night I was going to go get, I was going to have a whole pizza delivered, but they, the delivery guy wasn't there, right? And this place has very fresh ingredients. So when I eat this pizza the next day, I'm not as sick because the ingredients are more fresh. But I'm, it's still, that white starch that you eat in pizza... Any pizza that's good is terrible for you. I don't care if the ingredients is good. You know what I'm saying? Like some right. better than others. But I tell myself, but no. You know, uh, this place, it's called Vito, Vito's and Ariel's. 
In Harvest Straw, it's unbelievable. Really it, good. I wonder if it used to be Vito and Michael. Yes, like years it did. ago, because yes. that 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 was oh, that was my favorite. Because I, you know, I grew up around there. Yes, that's so, uh, that's Vito it, and Michael. It was Vito and Michaels, yes. Now it's Vito and Ariel's. And they have, was, I, I just. Happened, what happened to Michael? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what did you do to Michael? <laughs> Anthony, did you eat Michael? Maybe Michael dated Rebecca Caddis and he's out of there. <laughs> it, you... was a, it was a law. It was a very long time ago. It's possible Michael uh, retired to Florida or worse. I don't know the whole story, but. Um... But, you know, we've been doing this thing where we've been getting different takeouts, and I just took a shot one night. I think we were having an argument. I ordered this pizza from this place. I went and picked it up, and it was awesome. And the next time, I ordered a, a, a plain pie, because that's that's the true measure of, of a place's pizza, right? Their plain pie, right? I mean, am I wrong? Am I crazy? Um, I guess so. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't usually measure it. I eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Because, but this is what I'm saying. You don't have to, though, because you grew up with great pizza. There's people that if they ate Vito and Michael's or whatever it was, Ariel's, if they ate that pizza, it would change their life. They've never had it their whole life. Anthony, do you think Michael maybe went through gender reassignment surgery and (laughs) turned into Ariel? I, dude, I don't ask questions. I just go there and get pizza. I know that. I know that the dude that runs it is always listening to really loud music, and when I call him, he's like, "What?" <laughs> and you know, I mean, you, turn your shit down. You you look you look for the you look for the the signs in life, you know. And last night I tried to get takeout. The guy said, you know, the guy said it wasn't they weren't delivering, and I went down to this other place. I didn't have my mask. I felt like an idiot. I waited there. You know, I mean, I I, I actually found a mask before I went in. But at first, I I just stressed myself out for no reason. There was food here. You know what I'm saying? So so we have to just try to to step back sometimes and look at the dysfunction and say, what did I, did I really get anything done last night? Did anything really happen? No. I mean, I was, there was a, we were, we were, me and my, you know, I had a personal situation here, but still. But then, Anthony, like you right now, what you're doing, is that productive either? Now you're, you're, you're beating yourself up. Oh, no, I'm actually not. <laughs> um, but no, I got up. I ate a half a can of beans before this podcast. So I can. Is that what, is that what, you're, is that what you eat for breakfast? I've been eating. I've been eating. I've been eating. I've been eating a can of beans or two a day. And let me tell you, man. I feel so much better and I'm losing weight. And, you know, I'm not saying that's all you need to do. But I've, you know, that's, I've been starting that. I've been trying not to be so extreme and just try to eat better as I go along. And it's already working for me. But it's not about the weight, Rebecca. It cannot be about the weight. Not for Anthony Quinn. Not for, not for Anthony Quinn. It kind of, it kind of is for me because, uh, because um, you're a it's, rogue. It's a, me- it's a measure of like, because what? Because you're a rogue. Anyway, go ahead. I'm just kidding. Well, no. Well, you know what? I uh, I need. I wanted to lose some weight, and you know what? During this pandemic, and I tell you, I live alone. Don't tell anybody. I don't want to like have a dateline situation. But um, can I come over? Uh, <laughs> bring bring pizza. Um, <laughs> Where's Rebecca and but, Anthony? They got the shades drawn. 
giving us, and they, yes, and they both find us dead. They're in there puking like, on each other. Yeah, they'll just find us with like pizza <laughs> boxes. With, with, yeah, have pizzas shoved down our throats. <laughs> it'll be the worst. <laughs> it'll be the, the the most boring and most disgusting episode of Forensic Files. <laughs> 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 pizza party it'll be called pizza party <laughs> yeah that's good um i i, I lost my whole tra- oh oh no you know what i could have gone i i lost i lost about 20 pounds uh you know give or take i i had lost because i i wanted to um like i was trying you know i i told this story before but i i um i accidentally like around new year's i i accidentally found out how much i, I weighed and uh, it was very, very traumatic situation for me. You actually because found out I about what? I'm sorry? How much I weighed. Oh, yes, 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 I, yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. It was, like, <coughs> super traumatic because I hadn't gotten on a scale in over 10 years. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I basically shallow held myself for, like, a full decade. And I found out. I didn't want to find out. It just, you know, like, I caught a glimpse of something. So I went on a, you know, so I was you on just, a diet. You just stayed away from mirrors for like 10 years. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. But you're a comedian. Don't you notice it when you're watching your footage? Um, I'm you just look at your you face. Denial. <laughs> are, you, are you familiar with denial? Anthony, certainly you are. Uh, <laughs> no, I, no, really, I did. I, um. I would, you know, I would just think, uh, you know, like I, I would see pictures of myself and I, I would be like, you know, why is everybody taking pictures of me at such awkward angles? <laughs> <laughs> why can't you know, they use my dating app angle? <laughs> but when I, when I, you know, when I would get into the, when I would get into the bathtub and the water would rise like all the way up, I'd be like. There must be something terribly wrong with my bathtub. The water would you know? rise. So I was yeah, in, we were talking about that, I think, on one on one episode. I, I think so. So basically, yeah. Because no, I'm recycling my jokes. That's kind of like how we did. That's like the you know, it's like the pants. No, like, no, like the dude, it totally applies. Miles. It totally applies because right. that's what happens, Rebecca. Is yeah, no. So, so seriously, I went no. So I went on a diet or in my. I went on a diet and quit smoking and your, the gym. Your phone's breaking up time. a little. Your phone's doing weird stuff. It was, how about how about now? Better, better. Okay. You know why? Because while I'm talking to you, I'm I'm cleaning my counters. So All right, don't do I that. I, don't do that. Okay. Just talk to me. We're just going to be a little longer. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So anyway, I um uh so so I went on a diet because once this pandemic started, I had to really like be serious and cut back and exercise and do all of that because it could only have gone one of two ways it could i could have gained like back everything i lost and then some and like they would have had to cut me out of the house like walter hudson or (laughs) i could or i could lose weight so i did lose weight over the you know over the break but my mother came to help me out for a couple of weeks and i've get, you know she's been here for three weeks i've gained three pounds blame it on your mom wow holy no, she's shit she's a very bad influence i think that she um right, next episode's she, gonna be with her i want her story i want her i want her side well i, I think she gained three pounds as well no you know what it was it was like we were we were both because my mother's on the on the constant quest which is part of my food issues is that my mother who is not fat always thought she was fat and uh you know, so what 
So how would, uh, you know, uh, look, she's not fat, but she's fat, then so, I must be really fat. So let me ask, so, so, so okay, so, so this is, this is what I want to, I want to talk to you about real quick. Okay. I've lost weight several times. I've lost weight at least four or five times where it was like significant, like over, over 50 pounds, right? Um, no, not me. And other times, like 20 pounds, 30 pounds. And what I do is, and I'm, listen, I don't, I'm not somebody who cares that much what I look like, in a way. Like, I'm not, I don't really necessarily obsess. That's what not, I'm saying that's is, not your thing. I'm not necessarily that vain, okay? But when I lose weight, man, I start hitting every mirror, you know? If I'm somewhere and there's a mirror, I'm looking at it. And I'm, I'm like looking at myself and I start to obsess about it. So sometimes there's things that we don't think we obsess about, but we actually do. You know, our minds but are very complex. And the sub- is, that, is, that a, is that obsessing with the mirror or is that being, you know, liking what you see? I, I, is that, That's obsessing. I don't see anything wrong That's with that. That's obsessing. It's a, if you look in the fucking mirror, every mirror you get to see how thin you are, you should be doing other I shit. I you should be writing I jokes. Not. You should be reading a book. You should be hanging not, out eating pizza every, with Rebecca I don't know. I'm a woman. I think. I think uh, maybe it's maybe it's a gender thing, because. Well, yes, it's, uh, it's absolutely. That's one of the things that we've imposed on women as a. You I know, don't. I don't that feel you were, bad about looking you were in the fuck, mirror. But it's not about feeling bad. It's just about like a behavior. If you always look in the mirror and that's what you like to do, that's fine. But if most of the time I hate looking in the mirror because I'm I'm overweight. But I don't realize it, and then I lose weight. Now the mirror is my best friend. That's not healthy. Well, it's not that it's not healthy. You just have to ask yourself why. If you hate looking in the mirror when you're overweight, and you like looking in the mirror when you're not, like you have to look in the mirror every day. You should like what you you should like looking at it. Now listen, I listen. When I look in the mirror, there's a lot of things I like. I'm talking about like full size mirrors. The, the, the length mirror. <laughs> I'm not talking about when I'm washing my face, so, baby. So you don't think when I look at my when I look at myself in, of your <laughs> when I look at myself in the eye in the mirror, I see God. That's my God, baby. But no, um, so that's what I'm saying. So listen, we're all here, man, and we we have I have baby, I have other kids. I have my comedy career, which is actually doing not so bad. <laughs> I did well in the pandemic, Rebecca. Well, that's because nobody else is doing comedy. <laughs> Anthony Quinn's pandemic run. You're the only one who won't go out. <laughs> he eats beans and drinks pizza. All right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you have to... So what I'm saying is, like, what's more important, man? Like... Me, I don't want to care about food anymore, Rebecca. Honestly, I don't even want to care about sex anymore. I well, hate- you know what? Those are it, uh, well. I mean, I don't know where <laughs> sex came from, but um, you're like you don't you don't want to you don't want to care about food. You don't want to you know like that's that's the thing is like you you know this you know this better than I do. You can't. That's it. That's an emotion. You can't control your feelings. You can only control your behavior. Well, that's what I'm saying, and well, you're gonna, actually, you're gonna you know, what care you, about food, and that's, that's why that's you. why it's a behavior, and that's why what you said is is very important. You control your feelings. We can't control our feelings. What we have to do is we have to observe them and let them pass. 
you know, yes. feelings and, fe- and don't, don't like feel them. You feelings, gotta, you gotta feel fe- them. I, feelings, I that feelings are not feelings are not facts, right? Like that's an expression that we use. Feelings are not facts, but your who, feelings, you and, your feelings, you they're very real to you. They're very real to me, but I'm the only one that's feeling them. So it can get very confusing. And when you, you know, if you have problems with addiction, and many people have addictions that they have no idea are addictions. If you're ordering five things a day on Amazon, you have fucking problems, okay? <laughs> Look, all right, Mr. Judgment. I think you're addicted to, to ju- judging people. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Ah, I have the addiction of righteousness. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you must order a lot of shit. Are you, are you upset about something? You must order a lot of shit on Amazon, huh? Um, well, I'm not not as a regular, but I had ordered some face shields and some gloves. And so yeah, I but that's, to, not, that's not what I'm talking about. That's stuff you need. But if you... Like, if, like, if like, you, hoard, like hoarder quality is uh, ordering? No, I, what, I do not do that. Well, it's, not, it's, it's not necessarily even a hoarder, but I'm saying like is if you're ordering shit that you don't need to make yourself feel better, you got to ask yourself, what's this about? There's I don't, so much. That, I mean, you know, it depends on your definition of need. That's what I'm saying. It's it's you have to ask yourself. I can't say anybody's a food addict or a shopping addict. I can't say that, Rebecca. Somebody could eat 10 pizzas a day and be having a great life. I don't know their 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 measure of of. Um, they might have a condition that requires them to eat that much. But I'm saying is that's you know it's about you, man. It's just like everything. It starts, it begins, and ends with you. Like people, um, I see people do this with their children. They throw their whole life into their children. Listen, man, being a good parent is great, but your kids don't need you. You know, they don't. They're not your whole life. And they don't need you. No, it's actually like a small blip. I am, a, I am, I believe, a younger person than you, and my daughter is long grown and at the house. It's a, it's a blip. But I'm saying is, it's just like is even when they're babies, people have this attitude like, I'll do anything for my kid. I mean, yes, of course, you know, we, of course, of, some of people say that, but they're full of shit. Of course, we all, you know, that should be a given. If you have to say that all the time. And when people have... do that to me, you know what I say? I say, obviously, you love your kids more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> more, than I, more than I love mine. Is that what you're trying to say? And then they get all uncomfortable. But, but you know what, Rebecca? This is something like, listen, let me tell you. I'll, I'll, get, I'll talk about this. I went through hell with my first um, divorce, right? My, she kept my kids from me. I had to fight to see my kids. I won, you know, joint custody rights. Then I had to fight again. We were always in court. Finally, we just got over it. You know, you, because then you then you finally got got but, your kids and but, you couldn't wait for them to go back. You but know, like, now, wait, 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 what, now my kids are teenagers and they they hate everybody. You know, not mm-hmm. hate not hate everybody. Yeah. They don't hate everybody, but they don't like they don't, anybody. But they don't want to ha- they don't want to hang out with you. Why would they want to hang out? With and you? I remember my son. He said, "Dad, so sweet." I said, "Well, bud, you're gonna get older. You might not want to hang out with me." He goes, "Are you crazy, Dad?" I mean, he was so sweet. He was like my little baby. And, and you believe? Did you believe him? I did. I did. No, no, no. I honestly, I, I told you. I just said to him. Well, I said, well, buddy, you know, you're gonna have friends, and it, I knew it was gonna happen. But sometimes, Rebecca, knowing something's gonna happen, and then when it happens, it's a different story. Like this, I've been, this, I've been there. I this have kid, been there. he he thinks he's fucking cooler than me, and his mommy buys him his underwear. 
You know, I'm like, dude. He might be, he might be cooler than you. I'm like, don't give. Are you? I, <laughs> that's Who's see, buying your air, underwear, see, Anthony? See, Rebecca. See, Rebecca. This is the problem. Is I don't think they're breeding. I don't think anybody's making human beings that are as cool as me anymore. I don't think it's possible to be as cool as me. <laughs> Well, not, you know, that's like, not like, playing like, GTA, like, darling. You, like you just said, you know, those are your feelings and not everybody's feeling that. But I'm saying, but how are you going to be cooler than me, man? Playing GTA? What, you're on Red Dank Redemption? What, you're on TikTok? Dude, I was on the street living life, traveling all over the place. Explain the street to me. Does that mean you didn't have a home? You lived under a bridge? No, it means I was in the street playing when I was a kid. You were, oh, okay. I it means I was saying. on the street. I used to leave my house in Queens at 8 in the morning and not come home till 6. Did your parents lock the door? No, they just, you know, I came, I would yell up or whatever, but I'm saying it was just a different time. This, it just, it, listen, I'm not. I'm, well, you should, you should put them out on the street. Make them drink from the garden hose. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying my kids have no perspective, man. Like they're trying to rebel against me. And dude, I'm the only. I'm the. I'm. You don't want to rebel against me. Rebel with me. <laughs> if if they didn't, they'd be weird kids. And do you really and, want weird? Kids? Oh, so okay. So this is what I'm getting to, Rebecca. This is what I'm getting to. Is it's just life. They're fine. Uh-huh. They're fine. Oh. It's not about me. And the nope. more I try to fix it, the worse it gets. So what I have to do is just like with the food. When I get on a food plan, right, for a day or two. I feel fucking great. And then I eat something bad and I feel like I have to throw it all away. But I don't. Nobody That's yeah, that's yeah, that's common. That, so but I'm saying it's, it's, this- it's very similar to like, like you have this ideal, this this thing like my babies, my kids, you know, they love me, I'm their dad, and everybody like you're such I you know how I've had hundreds of people tell me how great of a dad I am. And you know what? All I do is show up. Who's telling you that? <laughs> what hundreds of people? Like, how do you get? I mean, like, because because let's get real, Anthony. You may you might have been a great dad, but like, I was a single mother, and I did not have hundreds of people. My, t- tell me, I was a, a great mother. A couple, and really, there's really only one person that you know. I, I used really to, I used to work. I, that. I used to work on film what? sets when I was going through my divorce. So I used to like. Talk. And did you just tell people that you were uh, <laughs> you were a great dad? And, uh, no, say, no, I would talk. Like, I would Anthony talk. Anthony Quinn is funny. I Anthony would talk. Quinn is a great dad. No, I would talk to a lot of people. I would talk to a lot of women, and they would say that their their um, baby daddies or husbands don't even see their kids, don't even care about their kids. You know, and it's not. Listen, I'm not saying I thought oh, so I would. Was, listen, oh, so you're, uh, I'm not saying I thought I was a great dad. I'm not saying that. I fucking hate myself, Rebecca. I'll hate myself now. I'll hate myself later. And I'll hate myself tomorrow. I I was not saying that you were... Anthony, you were a great dad. (laughs) I... uh... <laughs> you I fucking was just said. saying. But what I'm saying is, of, is when you I hang, just, what is a fucking great dad? It doesn't exist, man. All you are you know is what? a human like, being. Just like, you know, you're not fat. You're just alive, dude. You know, you're alive. And if you don't want to be fat, then think about that and try to use your resources. You know, but, but then again, if only it were that simple, right? But I'm saying is, use your resources. 
It's never, it's never too late, man. You can start over at any time. Well, yeah, no, I, I agree. So, um, it's just, but you can't judge people for where they are on their journey. Of course not. You know, of course not. I'm not judging anybody. I'm sharing my experience, resources. my experience, strength, and hope. And what my point was is that in a, in a second, you could go from being the best parent ever to all of a sudden your kids. Something you know. You kill your child. It's just you can't. You just can't make things so rigid. You know, I can't do it yeah, with, with being a dad. Not, it isn't all or nothing. That's. I can't uh, do it with that. being a dad. I can't do it with food. I can't do it with anything. And people try to do it with everything, man. And listen, like I said, I'm not judging them, but if that's what you want to do, you no, want to. It's just black and white thinking is easy. It's black and white. But it's not though. You, that's what I'm saying. If you want to set yourself up like that, you know, then 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 that's that's, no, that's a slip. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It's just why people do it. It's a slippery slope, man. You're just you're in for heartache. You're in for heartbreak. And this is what we talk about. I'll tell you honestly, the best thing you can get from twelve step programs. One of the best things, one of the, the best thing is a support network. But the next best thing is all the slogans. I've you never, know. I've never been to a twelve-step meeting. I, I guess, I guess there's no cookies served at Overeaters Anonymous. No, no, no. There's no cookies and coffee. Fuck. We do go out. We do go out for lunch. It's interesting because I've gone out for lunch with people, and then you and see what do they, eat? what do they eat? I'm not naming people specifically, but you know they pretty much follow their food plans. But I've gone to, to lunch with them, and I order something that's not on my food plan, and they all look at me like, and you're like, don't fucking judge me. It's not all or nothing. And I'm like eating what they want to eat and looking at them. Today's, and, a, and, today's a nothing day for me. I'm like, but I'm Anthony. You're in OA, and I'm Anthony Quinn. No, no. I, listen, and that's what I'm saying. Like the the. The, the, the slogans, like, this too shall pass. Um, the cliches? It, no, honestly, a lot of them are slogans. There was one I was going to say that I forgot because you made me forget. It's all your fault. <laughs> now I'm judging. Yes, blame, blame Rebecca. That's make that a but, always. But really, but it's, it's all up to you, man. I mean, if you, if you feel like you have a problem with food, you know, then, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to, it, it, nobody really cares. You know, and this is one thing I'll address too. Have you, I'll ask you this. Have you ever lost weight, like a lot, a decent amount of weight and expected people to care more than they did? Um, yes, just now. Yes, <laughs> just now. I, I'm, I'm still waiting to, I'm still waiting for some validation. But Rebecca. Then again, it's really hard to get validation in a pandemic because nobody has fucking seen me. So I, you know. I'm I'm being I'm being pissed off in a vacuum. Yeah, but you know what they'll say? They'll say you had surgery. Everybody loses weight when they have surgery. <laughs> well, I did. I mean, I they they did remove my you know my stomach, but <laughs> tell me tell, tell me Chuck was involved, but uh, it's more my face. Like not, they didn't take my chin. Wow, wow. What was your surgery? Was it? It wasn't a tummy tuck, was it? Um, no, it was. Uh, it was a. Uh, well, this will be a big reveal. It was a double mastectomy with reconstruction, and they used my stomach to make new breasts. So I have new natural breasts that were made from the skin of, not the skin, the whole entire fat and blood vessels of my stomach. Wow. So I I now have nice boobs and a nice flat stomach, but everywhere else is still fat. I mean, <laughs> 20 pounds less Are you, no, you're serious, that's what you just had done. It's so hard for me to take you serious with anything you say, because you're always... <laughs> No, I totally did. While while okay. all the rest of the the world was dealing with coronavirus, 
for pussies. I was dealing with breast cancer. Oh, so, okay. All right. Well, so you know I, what? so I feel, I feel, I get, I get to feel superior on top of that. I'm completely cancer free. I'm fine. Now. I want to say yes. I'm very glad that you got that taken care of. Um, on a serious note. Um, yeah. And um, I'm glad. You know, I know I'll never see them, but I hope your boobs are good. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're my, they're like stomach, like, like boob slash stomach. Like you wouldn't, like I, I don't like my, when my shirt is on. You can't really tell. I try and wear tighter. I'm trying to like get tighter shirts so people can see that my stomach is smaller. You know, or <laughs> and flat. Dude, you I, should get. I, you, know, you should like, get a shirt. You should get. We've been thinking of T-shirts on this show. And one of the shirts, we should get a t-shirt that says, just in case you didn't notice, my stomach is smaller. <laughs> yeah, I lost weight at BTW. <laughs> hey, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> On the back, say, I lost weight. Thanks for noticing, douche. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, wow. No, but I did. I lost, I lost 23 pounds before I, you know, like, So, so okay, so so let's let's. You went through kind of a traumatic thing, okay? So now mm-hmm. you're you're on the other side of that, and I'm so happy for right. you. Right. On a very serious note, but so here you are. So how much of what you're saying to me is a joke about your weight loss, and how much of it is real? Like, do you really about, my, about like my, people noticing? Um, no, I I have not gotten much notice. Like I had mentioned, I saw my but do you, uh, my but do you really are you really upset about that? This is something you really think no. about. No, not at all. Okay, so you're I just, mean, not, not so you're really. Just, it's more. It's, you're kind of. Like, jo- oh, it, it's, how much it, it's true that people haven't said anything, but it's not true that I'm upset about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so that's what that's what I that like you, you're kidding about it, but and that's fine because you are a comedian. <laughs> yes, that, you know. But, and you know what? Part of part of what my comedy style is that I take everything that everyone says to me and I turn it into something offensive. That's yeah. my creative process. Yes. So. Yes. Yes. Well. So, but I mean, do you, is there, is there something that you, is there a way you do that with other things too, though? Like when people say stuff to you, I'm sure, you know, we all have these things. I'm like, I twist, I like when you, like when we first got on the phone and I'm like, um, you know, thank you for inviting me. Is it because I'm fat? <laughs> you know, like that's, that yeah, is, that's, that's, that's a, you know, comedy. And we, you know, I talk about that with, on conspiracy. And too. I didn't mean it. I talk about conspiracy that on conspiracy too is sometimes it's easier to approach um, uncomfortable subjects with humor. I think it's a great way, um, especially stuff that's very serious. Um, you know, if you're not trampling people's beliefs that much. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I I did that before I even got on stage. That was part of like my defense mechanisms or uh, what, yeah. or not or even just the the cope. I mean, pe- sometimes people appreciate when you put a little levity into a situation. Of course. Um, of course. And you know, and sometimes I have to dial it back and you know, decide make a decision as to whether it's appropriate. Well, that's that's what being a comedian, that's what being a performer, that's what has given me because when you're when you're bullshitting with people, like I, I was in comedy, I took a break, I was in and out, but the past three years I've been hitting it hard. And what it's given me is because a lot of times when you're when you're doing that with people, you're never sure how invested they really are in what you're joking about. Like they could be in a hurry and just humoring you. 
You know what I'm saying? When you're like kind of bullshitting with people like that. Um, but when you're on right. stage, and it's really in, in, in the, in the personal realm where you have to be more careful. Yeah. But when um, you're, when you're on stage now, you're supposed to do that. Right. <laughs> now you're it's time for your bullshit. You do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're cut. You're, you're getting in a weird space again. Stop cleaning. Oh, sorry. Jesus. It's an, it's an addiction. So, okay. So, so this is one thing I'm going to talk about this real quick. Okay. I honestly didn't uh, realize I was even doing it. Okay, so so I have this thing where um, I was raised by an Italian mother, and I'm not really good at housework. Okay, I'm, I mean I know people hate it when I say that, but I just don't care about it. Like I mean, I, I like it when the bathroom's clean. I like it when the dishes are done and all this stuff. But I had maids and stuff when I was in my twenties and thirties. Um, like cleaning ladies, I need yeah. to get one of those. I had a cleaning lady that came by once a week, and then I like got married. And then all of a sudden it was like, now you're a house cleaning person. And it just doesn't work for me, man. You know, it's just people don't understand. I will just never care about that kind of stuff. You know, I just won't. And this is what I'm realizing about myself, Rebecca. What we have to try to realize, you know, we have to try to figure out, how am I? Is this, well, am, am I broken? Do I just not fit in society? Or is it no, me? No, you're not. No, I mean, I think there's a lot of people, like almost a whole gender, that is like that. <laughs> and you know, and that's, and honestly, you start to realize, is it my problem or is it other people's fucking problem? No, you know, you know what it is? It does No, it doesn't matter. No, you should, you should keep your house clean. And the reason why I'm cleaning my house is because it's messy. Um, you know, I, I am, that's, that's, or that's why I've been cleaning my house. I'm not that good at it either, but every once in a while I just, you know, I like. Every I time I it. talk to you, you're saying you just vacuumed and shit. You, you, that's another show. We have to have another show about this, about your cleaning. <laughs> well, yeah, my, my completely ineffective cleaning. Because it's, never clean it it's never clean place, enough. It's never clean enough. The place still looks like, like a, like fucking homeless person, you know, a house. You know, and listen, <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's how I am. I'm not, I'm not a slob. I am very hygienic. I brush my teeth a lot. I, I shower a lot. I clean a lot. You keep the body clean, but not the, but, but no, you, all, you know but what it is? I'm else, not dirty. I'm just, else lives there, though. the thing is, I'm not dirty. I'm just messy, you know, but in, in my life, when chaos is everywhere, okay, and things are crazy. I'm not thinking about cleaning. I'm sorry. You know, when things are great and things are better, that's when I think more about cleaning. But when things are crazy, I'm thinking about fucking money, man. I'm thinking about, you know, but at the same time, cleaning your room sometimes, cleaning your car. If you Being in an, in an uncluttered environment, if you it, it feels better. Feels better and helps you, but how much better? You know? it's well, it's just com it's just comforting. It's comforting, but how long is the comfort? So that's what I'm saying. So we have to until it gets messy again. Yeah, which could be however long. So I'm saying is is it's just like with the with the eating. It's behaviors. You have to figure out. You know what it, is it healthy to never clean? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You should clean. You should have a clean environment. And I am guilty of not cleaning enough. Absolutely. Lock me up. Throw away the fucking key. You know what? Here, well, here's the thing. You accept that you're ne you're never going to care about it. Accept you're never going to care about it. That's who you are. But you care about the person who you're with, who maybe asks you to do it. You know, and that's and that's what get you know that's what gets you to do it. Because if somebody needs your help with it, 
and they can't do it and they ask you to do it and you're available to do it, don't think about how No, but the problem, you- Rebecca, this, no, that's not the problem I have. The problem I've always had with people is they don't want to ask me to do it. They want me to want to do it. And I don't want no, to that, do well, it. That's, that's a, yeah, no, that, that, uh, that I, make I, it, I totally get because that's me. I don't want to do it. I make it very clear. I say, if you need any help, let me know. And I guess nobody, they don't believe you. Maybe, that maybe you're surrounded by people who don't like to ask for help. But I'm saying I don't know what it is, Rebecca. But my, my you know, my, my ex-wife, I remember we had two babies. We, and she gave me this big, long letter about the fucking counter in the kitchen. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? She would wake me. I, would, I was doing independent video production. She would wake me up. I was like sleeping for two hours. She would wake me up and say, you know, you left crumbs on the counter. I swear to God. And I mean, yeah, it's, so, so it, it's just this woman would clean the bathroom. We had no guests. It was a guest bathroom. She would clean the bathtub a couple times a week in the guest bathroom that nobody was using. You know? So, listen. I, You know, life's too short. You can't judge people. But if you want to sit around and clean shit and, and worry about what people think about you, then fucking do it and shut up about it. But I don't give a fuck if people think I'm not good at cleaning. Okay? <laughs> I'm a comedian, well, man. Go to my website. No, listen to my fucking I, podcast. And if, if that's I, not good. I'm not good at cleaning, but, you know, so, but that's, I mean, but that's, that's, that's more a relationship issue than cleaning issue. Yeah, but I'm saying is this that's, my, it's my, per, like, uh, Rebecca, I'm telling you right now, okay? If, if, you know, if I was in a situation, I lived with some, I lived with a dude for four and a half years, right? An, an older Italian guy that was out of his mind, but we were friends, right? And dude, when I needed something cleaned, I cleaned it. You know, but he had a cleaning lady that came once every like two weeks. So I just had to like clean stuff enough until she came. Well, maybe you need to get a cleaning lady. Maybe That's, that's what that's I told her. I said, we're going to have a cleaning lady that comes in. And that just makes people mad when I say that. I don't know why. And that's what I'm saying. I don't have to know why, dude. I don't, but I don't do fucking windows and I don't do fucking dishes. I mean, I'll do dishes, but maybe I won't, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get edible dishes, Rebecca. Anyway, um, you know. All dishes are, but, but, this, but, I think this is a Joe Dean joke. So why I'm going dishes, into this. All dishes are edible if you try hard enough. Why I'm going into this just about behaviors. Like we beat ourselves up. And I beat myself up, beat myself up for years about this kind of stuff. Like why don't I do this? And then I found out, dude, I have Tourette's. I have ADHD and it's not an excuse. But I'm wondering like. Why is it that I, I want to do dishes in the dark and it hurts you know my well, ADHD? And it hurts my ear. It, it hurts my ears when I do the dishes. And why do I want to do them in the dark? Because I have, you have Tourette's. Sensory issues. It's That's a, not Tourette's. No, it is. It's Tourette's. Tourette's is, Tourette's is when you holler out uh, things and you have there, a nervous tick. There, there's several way there's several things that go into Tourette's. It's it's a Yeah. There's it there, sounds like it sounds like you have a sensory processing issue. No, it's 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 if you look into Tourette's, I have Tourette's. So if you look into it, there's a lot. There's rage issues. There's there's heat. Heat induces what, it a what, lot. What do you what do you what do you yell out? Bad jokes. <laughs> Bad <laughs> jokes, huh? Wow, wow! You're taking a shot at Anthony Quinn. Bad jokes. But see, that's the thing, no, Rebecca. That, that, that was and this is why I, had, I don't talk about my Tourette's. I had, I had bad joke Tourette's. So okay, so just... so you just did it to me right there, okay? 
Mm-hmm. You would you're you're a fucking bigot, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you're the you're the friendliest, nicest, sweetest, most attractive listen, bigot I know. Just so you know. <laughs> listen, I listen, it's, but it was my creative process. I'm I'm in my house, so it's like hard so, when you're doing a podcast. But you, I'm in my own house. You're in your where b- I can say fucked up shit. <laughs> You're in your bigot bubble. But, <laughs> I'm yeah, in my bigot bubble. Oh my God. So you know how some people name their name their homes like Bent Oaks and <coughs> Twin Pines. Mine is Bigot Bubble. So okay, so real quick, and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up after this. So okay, so what everybody thinks about Tourette's is that you just say stuff under your breath, and you're you're just a raging idiot. But it's that's not it. I don't. I, I never said that. I'm a not, special ed teacher. I would never a, say. I would never think. Not that. a raging. But I'm saying is, um, there's all different forms of it. Um, right, and um, it really has um, a lot to do with like, like I said, heat. There's certain things. Caffeine irritates it, and I drink coffee like crazy. That's a whole different well, story, whole different podcast. Um, but you know, Is so that coffee addicts. Oh my god. Oh my God, I am so into coffee. So, and that's what, so this is what happens. So it becomes, okay, so you have to, what my point is, you have to know what you're, what, what you're suffering from. And it's not an excuse. You just have to know so then you can live your life, right? I don't sit around and say, I can't do this because I have ADHD and Tourette's. I just know that I try not to go places where it's hot and there's loud noises at the same time. You know, right. I try to know, yeah. like, like, why do, why is it when I go to an amusement park that in the middle of the day? And as I'm getting older, it's getting worse. So, I mean, so yeah, why, not, why you, why not, you still go? not crazy worse because I have kids and I love roller coasters. So I'm saying, you know, it's, it's never, there's always something, you know, with life. But you just decide whether you want to be part of your own solution or part of your own problem. You know, and I'm fucking. That, that sounds like that sounds like twelve step talk. It is, but that's what I'm saying. We can take with the twelve step stuff. People get so crazy, like, hey, take the good and leave the rest, okay? If you're they a person, get crazy like what? Take the good. No, they're just like when when you when you talk about twelve step stuff, people just tune out. They go. They go to a different place and they're like, I don't want to be helped that way. I've actually... I didn't do that at all. I was just I was just noticing and acknowledging. Well, you're saying you're kidding. Yeah, I know. You just said that. You joke. We're, we're kidding about it. But I'm saying is people say that. Like, that sounds like 12-step talk. And it does. So if you're somebody who's eating yourself to sleep every night, eating gallons of ice cream or whatever... Well, that sounds amazing. Then you need... To go to a 12-step program probably. Or you need to at least think about it. And when you go there, if you're thinking, I don't like these people and these people probably don't like me, then you know what's going to happen? That exact thing. And this is the problem we have with a lot of kinds of addiction is people people have high bottoms, right? They have Wait, really, what? They have high bottoms. Like their bottom, in, their bottom in life wasn't that bad, so they're not, you know, they're not like in the like with um, it's it's kind of a problem with the, the opiate addiction, right? Because these people are getting crazy addictions to this fentanyl, and they're like rich kids. So I mean, maybe right. maybe they were homeless for a couple weeks, but years ago or whatever, like you you were a heroin addict, 
you were in the gutter selling yourself. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say this person had it worse than other people. No, I mean, some people die before they hit bottom. Absolutely. With With the opiate stuff all the time. But I'm talking about when you want recovery. People that really want recovery. And when you when you really want to recover, sometimes it's because you've gotten scuffed up. You know, it's because you've you've hit the bottom, man. And you, I don't want the downward spiral anymore, Rebecca. I don't want it. You know, I'm done with it. So, you so, know. So 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 you're gonna you're so you you started out good today. Yeah, but I'm saying like I try to control my behaviors. I try to stay in touch with healthy people that are eating good, even if I'm not. You know? I do too. Do you know anybody like that? Yes. Yes, I'm in a way. I know a lot of people like that. But you know what? But I don't even what? call them that much and I don't even text them that much. So I'm saying No, oh, I'm not saying yeah, what LA do us no good. Uh so it, it's like somebody you can go out to a healthy lunch with. Yeah. And you're with them and everything's great when you're with them and that's another thing about the 12-step programs, right? It's so great when you're there and then you leave and you're on your own again. You're there for like an I know, hour I know or two. Somebody who lost probably two hundred pounds with Overeaters Anonymous and has kept it off for probably ten years. She um, she had to just and you know you know what the thing was you know what the key was. She really totally her life is different. It's not just her eating that's different. It's her it's her life absolutely. She's There's living in the solution, dude. She's probably happy as fuck. If she's going to OA meetings every week and that's how she lost weight, she's probably yeah, the happy. I mean, she's you know, she went from somebody who was morbidly obese to somebody who was thin with no, um, she, cha- she changed her lifestyle and she, um, like she doesn't hang out with the people that she used to hang out with, the people that I know her from. She'll come for like a minute, but she knows that she can't be around that kind of a spread um, and still keep her goals. She's probably the happiest fucking person you know. She's well. She's definitely happy in this, you know, in this realm of her life. I'm saying she's probably right now. She's probably the happiest person, you know. But you know what happens, Rebecca? There's like a honeymoon phase, right? It's called the honeymoon phase when you lose weight, right? It's like great, 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 and then you're just back to yourself again. And when you've been heavy your whole life, that's a mind fuck, dude. That's a now you're thin and everyone likes you. That's a mind fuck. I've had that happen several times. Where, where you got thin and people liked you? Oh, yeah. You people see me in the post office that never talk to me. And they're like, hey, you look fucking great. Oh, my God. What did you do? Are you sick? I've had people. That <laughs> you I, look great. Are you sick? That I hardly know dying? come up to me. Of course, yes. I've had people that I hardly know come up to me and say, you know, hey, what are you doing? <gasps> you look so good. But that you know, doesn't mean they didn't like you before. It means that they didn't have anything to strike up a conversation with about. Yes, and absolutely some before. some people, but some people were going out of their way, and like when people say stuff like, "I hope you don't gain it back," you know, like people say shit well, like that uh, to you. That's that's but uh, yeah, yeah, but those are those are people with no um, no grades. But sometimes, yeah, but sometimes it's very complicated, Rebecca. Sometimes, like, it makes people uncomfortable. You don't know if they have a problem with food. That's why it has to be about you. Well, yeah. But, I like, can't... you know, somebody who says, I, ho- I, hope, I, hope you don't gain, I hope you don't gain it back, that, that person clearly does not have a great sense of self-awareness. 
and they have a problem and you don't. But I'm like, saying is honestly, like, my advice to people is don't even listen to what people say when you lose weight. Don't even fucking pay attention. Turn your ears off. When you see people, just focus on what you're doing, man. Because I've lost just weight. focus on the mirror and look at it all day long. I've lost weight so many times for other people, Rebecca. I'm telling you. But you lost weight for other people? I lost weight for other people, man. I was doing it for them, not me. I was doing it for how they thought about me. I was doing uh-huh. it because I wanted them to like me, Rebecca. You and were you, doing it for validation. And you know what? They didn't care that much. The people. No, they don't. That, no, people only care about themselves. And then there are people like, are you like, have you ever been in a situation where, um, you know, somebody who was about your size, you know, got to the point in their life where they decided they wanted to lose some weight and they did. And then it felt kind of weird to you because you saw where you fell short. Well, that's what I'm saying. Compare despair. Whenever you start yeah. com- comparing your... I know, I hate saying that. Compare to somebody I know you say yeah, all the time. Like, you, don't have, that way, you don't have to say that. <laughs> but no, but but I'm saying is when you compare yourself to anybody else, it's a slippery slope. But it's the human condition. So we just have to keep these things in mind. You know, um... But that's but that's why that's why people sometimes say things that could be construed as sabotaging or rude because they're you know that it's that's where they're at. But what, they, but, but, yeah, they, but if you try to if, figure out why people are doing what they're doing, Rebecca, you go crazy with anything. Yeah, but you know what? If somebody if somebody says something to you and it feels like a kick in the cunt, you know, then maybe you just you know you you dial it back. You say. And maybe they had a reason, you know, maybe, maybe the reason why they said that to you. Well, let me tell you, let me, let me tell you right now, I'm doing stand-up comedy a lot. Nobody's saying anything to me now. (laughs) Oh, right. Oh, you know what, that's right, yeah. I pray, I pray that people say shit to me now, man. I'm like, oh yeah, oh. that's a lot of my jokes are fucked up things people said to me, and yeah. then I make jokes of them, uh, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm when. So I, they, oh yeah, me too. I don't. Isn't it like a like a like manna from heaven when somebody says something fucked oh, up dude, and you get to write a joke I about was, it? I was in the dollar store the other day, and this dude didn't want to wait online, and I was like, I swear, I said this to him. He kept standing there and I go, dude, I said, maybe you should, when you're waiting online, you should think why you're buying so much at the dollar store. <laughs> like, it was like... You know what? I, w- I wish he was a comedian because then uh, he could write a joke about that fucked up thing you said to him. No, because I have the joke. It's my joke. <laughs> but it's not, you know, it wasn't fucked up. People laughed about it because he was there for like three or four times. I didn't just see him and say it. He didn't want to wait online. And he, he had a lot of stuff. Was so that, he complaining or did he just have a look? Yes, he was complaining. Okay, well, that's you, you missed that part of the story. That, I'm that. saying he wouldn't. He was just like, what's up? What's happening? Where's the line? I'm like, the line's all the way back there. And he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, dude, the line's all the way back there. And he was like complaining to the manager. And I said, I said, I said, I said, dude, they just, we were waiting outside. Now we're inside at least. Right? Everybody at this dollar store a couple weeks ago was waiting outside. I said, maybe you should, while you're waiting online, you should think about why you bought so much stuff at the dollar store. <laughs> you're in a hurry? I said, where are you in a hurry to go, dude? I said, I'm sorry. I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm ready to go get my recorder and do a podcast about this right now. I said that to the guy. How did he respond? No, he, he didn't even hear it. He didn't even oh. hear it because he was so mad that he had to wait online. You know, 
So, I mean, and this is what we're dealing with is, I thought that was the right thing to say. The manager loved it. She took my card. She's a fan of the podcast. <laughs> She took your card. She, she literally, it was so funny. At her, you know, at dinner time at her house with her children. I was talking to her and I was like, how do you deal with this, dude? How are you not a, you know, a shooter? She goes, she goes, I just don't worry about it. Very nice woman. Very, very funny. I go in there, I joke with her all. And there'll be like 30 people online, like growling. And she'll be like, how you doing, Anthony? <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that, and I'm is that like, the Dollar Tree in Havistro? Because I will not be going there. That's the one, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm oh, like, I well, you know, when, I'm like. I hate when people engage. When, well, with, no, like, just one time she's like, she's taking time. my card. She's like, write down your other podcast. And I'm like, well, you know, there's a lot of people online. She's like, oh, don't worry about them. <laughs> but That's, You know what? I, I cannot, I cannot stand that when I'm waiting online or when I'm up at the front of the line. And somebody is checking me out, but then they decide to engage in a conversation with a coworker. I feel like saying, and I never do. I'm saying it here. Excuse me, I believe I have the floor right now. <laughs> is that what you would? That's not too bad, really. I would probably say yeah, something. I, I don't. Like, I don't say it because I don't like to cause a scene. Is that really what you would say? Or are you cleaning that up for our podcast? Come on, Rebecca. I want the truth. No, that, no, that's no, that's exactly what I I would say. <laughs> Excuse me, I believe it's it's my turn. You know, you got you have all day to talk. You know, save that for the okay, break room. Okay, okay, so so which is not funny. okay. So in a situation just, like that, how long are you really waiting? In a situation like that, how long? How long? How long are you waiting? waiting? How long? I, you know what? Listen, I, I you know what? I, I didn't turn my timer on, but usually it's not wait. It's it's the fact. So what? That you have stuff to do. A, you work in a all day. Customer service situation. I am a business teacher. I taught retail. Okay, in a customer service situation, the customer <laughs> should feel like they are front and center. I'm the a, customers feel like they are the one who matters at the moment, and when you teach a retail, taught, <laughs> yes, I taught retail. I told you, you so, I taught so, high school students how to not act weird in front of customers. That that was you taught. You know, I taught retail. Was, if you want a fucking profession where you're going to hate yourself the rest of your life, I'm teaching you retail. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, Anthony. There are certain populations of students who. Retail is a great opportunity. Do me a favor. For, don't know? teach my kids retail, okay? <laughs> not every. Not, Can you do not me everyone, that? <laughs> not everyone has the un the 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 like the unfettered fucking potential of Anthony Quinn who can do anything. I've worked retail. I've some, worked retail, man. I worked. Some I was, people. I was. I was like the 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 assistant garden freaking person at Home Depot, man. All right. I worked retail. I was right there. I ran all awesome. the machines. I helped you, people, were and you I one was one of those people who like talk to your coworker when the customer was there. You no, just said you didn't no. Make I used to get I used to get badges all the time. I used to, I was one of the best employees they had. I used to have people so you, write write letters to the manager about how great I was. I'm serious. I'm not so shitting you. Jesus Christ! You're no wonder. No, no wonder you have such deep seated issues. You have had so much validation in your life. People are telling you how wonderful you are. They're telling your managers. They're telling you you're a great dad. No, they're not telling me how wonderful I am. They're just telling me that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I am joking. No, but but, but you know what? You know what, Rebecca? I know you're joking, but that's the thing. Sometimes people think they're being wonderful. When they're just doing what they're supposed to be fucking doing. You're just doing, doing. Your job. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I, I worked I, at I, Home Depot. I was supposed not, to help people. And I did, and it was like I was a fucking hero. I wasn't a hero. You know, I, I've gotten crazy, 
crazy amounts of praise for following in written instructions. Just it's doing big, what you know, you're like, supposed to do. But but so so you know how it's supposed to be when you're working with what with a customer. Of course, like I was a waiter too. I was a waiter things, for yeah. years too. Yeah, I was a waitress and a bartender. I yeah. did all that shit. Made a lot of tips. But um, but yeah, no. But you you know, so you know how fucked up it is. You know how it, you also know how it feels as a customer when some when you know it's your turn. You're up at the front of the line. It's your time, and somebody is giving your time to somebody else. You know what I try to do? You know what I try to do, Rebecca? Um, I try to. Look I keep at, my mouth shut and I move on with my I life. Try I, read, I try to read. I try to read a magazine. What I this is what I used to do before phones. I used to go on the line at Shoprite, and I would just pick up a, a inquirer and just read that, and not pay attention to what anybody's saying, because once I start looking at that kind of stuff, I'll go crazy. I'll go crazy. Well, not not like not when I'm online. That's a whole different thing. But when I'm the customer, when I'm like there being helped. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I found with that kind of thing is the nicer I am, a lot of times the nicer the people are. But then sometimes I feel like. If I'm too nice, I don't get the good enough service, and this is what sucks. Thank you. Yeah, if, if and you know what? I usually I don't I, I usually don't do anything unless I feel like it's going to be received appropriately. So what I do is I get through my order and then I make a decision as I'm walking to the car: Am I going to move on with my life? Ninety nine point nine times I do, but I had a situation like that that was so incredibly fucked up that as soon as I got in the car, I tried to call the store. But it was like a recording thing, so I, I put a, um, I sent a message on their like website, how we doing? And I'm like, well, you know, because this bitch, not only did she, you know, she was ringing up my order, but you know, because you know, you use the scanner, you don't have to like put in every number, but she's ringing up the order. This was at Stop and Shop, and um, <laughs> and she's talking. You had to name the friend. business, okay? Good. <laughs> she's talking to her. She's talking to her friend. She didn't even look at me. She didn't say hello. She just started bringing my shit up and banging it. And um, uh, she's and not only she's talking to her friend, but she's talking shit about somebody else. So she's having like a negative conversation, which is not appropriate. Yes, I couldn't help but hear it. And. At the end, she forgot to put one of my bags up on the counter so I could take it. So as I'm walking away, like, she hollers after me. She's like, hey, hey, it's like, very rudely. Like you're but a horse. You must have you right. been a little overweight that day. Maybe she thought you were a horse. <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, that was a little little covert bigotry. I was, I was a... I, 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 Wait, do you need the Webster Dictionary to define covert? <laughs> so, well, this no. This is the longest well, podcast ever. Oh, well, my God. No, well, this is what we were talking about before, too, is I, I wanted to talk about the covert bigotry that we deal with um, with, with being a person that's a little overweight. Um, I, think I, I think I've dealt with that. Honestly, oh, you absolutely have, whether you know it or not. You're honestly, I, when I see you, Rebecca, I don't think you're overweight. You're, you know, you're an attractive woman. Um, you know, you probably, you know, you know, you probably think you could be thinner, but I've never had anybody be like, "Hey, Rebecca Caddis is coming. Make room." No, I'm not. I, no, I'm not that. I don't. I yeah. don't carry it that way. So and, I'm saying. And, so uh, yeah, know. yeah. So I mean, everyone. I think we're always a little hard on, harder on ourselves. Lost, I've lost 23 pounds, BTW. But a, but a lot. <laughs> but a lot of times, it, it we just when we try to figure out why people are complimenting us, why people are doing this, why it just it we're never you're never really gonna know a lot of the times. So you just have to try to be right. ha be happy with yourself. Find some kind of inner peace, 
And the gifts are everywhere, man. If, if you're somebody who doesn't see the gifts in your life, I'm sure you have a lot of them. You know, because if, 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 you're, if you have time to look for the gifts, you're probably doing pretty well. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's just, we deal with this overprivileged. I usually don't look for the, I usually don't look for the gifts. I like to find the ways that I've been cheated. No, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, that could be, a, honestly, let me tell you, this pandemic sitting around I at home. I write jokes about it. And this sitting around at home in this pandemic, it was easy to be bitter and stewing your own shit. It was very easy. Right. But is that what you want to do? I don't know, man. I, honestly, Rebecca, I want to make people laugh. I want to enjoy my life. I want to have a healthy relationship with food. Nobody's getting any younger around here. You know, nobody's getting any younger. And, and I am. This is, this I've is, Benjamin you know, you just had a serious health issue, right? You just had a serious yeah, health issue yeah. that is resolved yeah, now. Okay. Thank God. And, um, and I say that because I really like having you on my podcast. <laughs> I like <laughs> you as a die. person too. <laughs> but <laughs> please, don't, please don't die. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, so, I mean, that's it, man. But so now like you just went through this, do you think you should drink Slurpees now? No, I haven't, dr- I haven't drank. Slur- no, I, I'll do you one better. Like I knew I was having surgery. This was huge surgery. I was not, I was, uh, I, I was in the hospital through like four days. You know, this like I, I knew in the ICU, like I knew this was going to be a big surgery and I knew I had it ahead of me. So, P.S., I started losing weight. It was, you know, very abdominally involved. <laughs> so I had to build up my core like I had to do a lot of things and, cha- you know, like. And you were um, work- you, I remember you saying you were walking in circles, right? You were doing that in your neighborhood. And yes, stuff. yes. I, I did the only the only um, you know, you know I, I think I that's a good comedy album. Workouts. That's a good comedy album for well, you now. Walking in circles. Outrunning my fork. Rebecca, that's, uh, that's Re- not- <laughs> Rebecca Cat is walking in circles. I think we got it, baby. <laughs> walking in that's what I say. When people ask me what I've been doing, I say I've been walking around in circles. I think we got your new late. Netflix special. We got the name, yes. man. <laughs> yes, very nice lady is my name. <laughs> oh, that's right. Very nice lady. Yes, we, we got to that. But second one. The second one could second be one. the second one could walking be. In- Walking in circles. Walking yes. in circles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe one day you come up and you walk. You you get. You know. You you can you can walk or you can walk around Lexington Hill. I'll show you how it's done. Whoa! You how, Are you inviting you, me to walk? With I'll show you how to look that inside outside. <laughs> <laughs> Are you inviting me to walk in circles with you, Rebecca? You, wow! You can, yes, you can walk in circles. Holy and you will, shit! You will. You will. You will maintain a level of health. I feel like some kind of native. <laughs> Anthony, you will be able to get through a mastectomy. I feel like some kind of native person is, is you know, some kind of, you know, ancient knowledge is being bestowed to me or something. It's a pandemic. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen anybody but my mother. I, I haven't I, seen I, anybody, so you can come by. You could come <laughs> by. We'll walk outside. It'll be good to see you. <laughs> yes. Wow, you made my day. Awesome. Great jokes. Okay, yes. so listen, we're going to wrap this up. Um, Okie dokie. But I want to say, man, this was a lot of fun. And, yeah, uh, it was. I love. I could talk about food all day long. Maybe your next podcast is uh, is just it, not food addict, but just a straight up glutton, and we could just talk about the foods we like. Honestly, we can talk about <laughs> anything we want on this. Um, I talk about it's. It's kind of the beginning of it. You know, this is. I think this is the going to be the ninth episode or the tenth episode. Um, I, I will do a whole episode on my love of eggplant parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I love it. I know. I almost got eggplant parmesan pizza last night. Just so you know. Oh man! Well, I uh, I'm not sure if I'm glad you 
didn't, or <laughs> if I wish you did. I, I well, I'm you know, have to drive down to down to your town and and. Uh, and Dude, get, and, take your last life. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this. If if I can guarantee anybody that's listening to this, I can guarantee you that you know what you're supposed to be doing. And if you start right now and you do the next right thing and do what you think is right, I guarantee you things will get better for you on some level. And I don't I'm not I'm not a guy that goes around and gives promises all the time. I'm not big with the promises, I'm not big with apologies. But I and I'm not huge with guarantees either. But I guarantee you, if you stop, if you whatever you're doing that you don't like or whatever, however you are in your life where it's not good, if you stop right now and start doing the next right thing, what you know to be right, things will get better. Right, Rebecca? <laughs> I fully agree. Sort of. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm done yelling now, and I just want right. to thank Rebecca Caddis again. It's so nice Thanks to hear from you, and I want to say I'm so happy that you, um, you know, your everything worked out for you. Good. I can't wait to show you my 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 flat stomach under clothes. Whoa! Like, I I'm thought not, you were gonna say like you my were... flat stomach. <laughs> you know, like like, but not like I'm not going to lift my shirt. I was. Gonna, I thought I was gonna see the. <laughs> you got me excited. Not you didn't get me like 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 stimulatedly excited. You got me intellectually excited. Yes. That I would that I would be you know held in that high regard where I could see maybe the work the no, beautiful not, the beautiful work yes, that the can, doctors did. You can, you can, yes, get me, you know what? Get me a T-shirt. Get me a T-shirt and give it to me in size medium slash large instead of XL. And uh, and it'll it'll fit tight. It will. I have I have an XL Quinspiracy shirt. Is that that's too big for you? That, well, that would that wouldn't show anything. That wouldn't that would just that would just hang over, and I would look exactly the same. Okay. Well, I'll give you one of those. Then. You wear t- you don't wear t-shirts, though, right? Um. I'll, well, I'll I'll wear this one. Okay. All right. I have one for you then. But you know, I yeah, I, like I just... a like a like a regular like a re- well. You know what? It doesn't matter if it's if it's cut for men anyway. I'll just have to make my own. I'll. I'll... <laughs> You're gonna cut the shirt I give you? No. If oh. it's no, I'm not gonna cut. No. That's oh. the thing. If, if it's if it's most most like t-shirts, giveaway t-shirts are cut for men. Giveaway t-shirts. So, what do you? T- this is a shirt I had made by a friend of mine that I know for yeah, but thirty like you years. Were gonna, you were gonna, you were gonna give it away. But it, but it's a nice shirt though. It's a, it's it's yeah. It's, I get it. It's nice and it's pro- <laughs> it probably will make me look boxy. Is what I'm saying. It's a nice shirt. <laughs> Most giveaway shirts. <laughs> what is your shirts and gender and all that? You're wrapped up in this in this. Well, well you know what? Swirl. Uh, I'm putting, I'm putting you on the. I'm putting you on the stand right now. Agree or disagree, Anthony? Do you do you disagree that men's uh, bodies are different than women's bodies? I don't know, man. I I, right. I I take the fifth on that. What the fuck are you trying to do to me here, man? I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, like I'm ace, I'm like, asexual, gender neutral now, Rebecca. This is okay. Well, this the is, asexual, gender neutral. This um, your I believe your T-shirt will probably make me look boxy. I'm I'm like the, I'm like the Anthony Quinn Bush now. I'm like a tree, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm asexual. There's no gender here. You know, though you see that hanging from the tree, that's just that's just ornamental. <laughs> All right. All right, anyway. All right. Uh, on that note, it was, listen, it was, it I'd, was like, nice I'd like to thank you, Rebecca. Thank you so much. We'll talk okay. to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye bye.
Okay, cool.